Hey, Life Group leaders and hosts, we are in week seven of our leader guide this week, Nehemiah 13. Our icebreaker question is, how do you deal with change? Asking how your group deals with change is a fun way to introduce this idea of renewal, which will direct much of your conversation. The idea behind this entire sermon series has been renewal, which by definition is change. So through the work of renewal, God calls us to change the way we see, think, and feel in order to align most closely with his desires for our lives. This change, while valuable, can be hard to make for some. <laughs> Others may welcome this kind of change, which is a blessing. Either way, you'll definitely learn something about each other. All right, so after your icebreaker, take some time to pray and then read Nehemiah chapter 13. If you want to just read the first movement of the chapter, you can go ahead and stop at verse 14 and um, the second and third movements repeat a similar pattern. So you can... Um, feel confident answering the questions having read the first 14 verses at least. Okay, so our discussion questions. Our first one, standard good question. What stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon? So this question will lead you in some different directions. Um, but please, you know, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as to making those decisions on where to um, maybe go deeper or redirect back to some of the questions you want to get to later. All right, so question two. In Nehemiah 13, we see how God continuously pursues his children with the desire to renew our minds. What does this tell you about God's character? So the purpose of this question is to take a step back, to identify the character of God that's revealed through his desire to bring renewal into our lives as his kids. The character of God is revealed in a very intimate way through the Israelite situation here in Nehemiah 13. Even though the Israelites have failed to meet the standards they set in their own covenant, we see that God continuously pursues them. This means that he's patient, long-suffering, compassionate, loving, kind, and gracious, even when Israel doesn't get it right. It also means that he desires truth and justice for his people and will help them get there in any way that he can. All right, going deeper, how does knowing these things about the character of God give you confidence in your relationship with him? Ask your group to make the connection between the God of the Israelites of the Old Testament and the God that is living in our hearts today. Feel free to give them an example like this one. Because I know that God continuously pursues me, I don't have to be fearful or anxious if I make a mistake. I can come with a repentant heart to my long-suffering, compassionate God and know that he will meet me with grace and truth and that will renew me in just the right way. All right, question three. Pastor Nate shared how God can use the art of interruption to get our attention and renew our hearts. When has God ever interrupted your plans? How did you respond? The goal of this question is to have your group identify moments when God intervened and redirected them. It's also important for group members to reflect on their response to God's clear interruptions of their plans. For some of your members, God's interruption is welcomed. In other cases, his intervention may not have been as well received. <laughs> it will be important for your group members to identify personal situations in which they saw God moving. Then, as they reflect on their reactions, they may be able to learn something about God and themselves in the process. As this is more of a testimonial question, it may be helpful for you to have a scenario that you're willing to share as an example to get the conversation going. Pastor Nate encouraged us to be able to welcome God's continuous renewal in our lives. Sometimes it's subtle, whether other times it can be jarring. In either situation, encourage your group to seek the benefit and purpose in moments of God's interruption.
Question four, how does abiding in Christ bring lasting renewal in our lives? So the goal of this question is to identify the connection between our abiding relationship in Christ and the continued work of renewal he wants to do in us. Pastor Nate reminded us that God brings lasting renewal if we're willing to receive it. God's renewal is effective and enduring in our lives as we abide in him and him in us. This is the foundation of the relationship we have in Christ, that as we remain and dwell with him, we are transformed into the men and women he wants us to be. The longer we stay with God, the more opportunity he has to restore and revive us. It's the simple math, I guess. This long suffering and endurance gives time for meaningful change to occur in our hearts and minds. God loves us too much to leave us unchanged, stuck in our sin. And as we remain in his love, we are making the choice to receive his refreshing spirit and work in our lives. If you'd like to go even deeper with this question, you can read John 15 verses 1 through 17. And in this passage, identify the phrases that you see help your understanding deepen about the meaning of abiding in Christ. Question five, what do you sense the Holy Spirit leading you to do in response to the truths you've heard? So the goal of this question, we'd really just want you to encourage your group to share how they're going to apply the truths from this passage to their life and relationships. Whatever the applications may be, encourage your group towards living out God's word, reminding them that it's his Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared with a couple of points of application that you can share to get things started. If you'd like to go deeper, you can read Galatians 5 verses 13 through 26. Use this passage to identify the ways in which the Holy Spirit works in and through you, moving you toward the character of Christ. For our prayer application this week, we would love for you to consider how your group can apply this passage as you follow Christ together in prayer. You can take a moment within your group discussion to pause and pray for something that sticks out to your group, or you can incorporate some of the following thoughts into your prayer time at the end or appropriate moments throughout your meeting. However these ideas best apply to your group, please use your discretion as a leader to integrate them into your group meeting time. So here's the idea. We all need renewal in our lives. This week, we encourage you to pray for yourself and for a friend you know who is in need of God's renewal in their life. You can also pray for two ministries here at Calvary. You can pray for the regeneration ministry that meets on Monday nights as they seek renewal. The ministry exists to bring hope to the hopeless by leading men and women out of the darkness of life-dominating sin and into the light of God's love. This is beautiful renewal. We also encourage you to pray for the Bridge Restoration Ministry as they work to see renewal in the lives of men and women as well. The mission of the Bridge Restoration Ministry is to provide a residential setting for those struggling with addictions, providing safety, structure, discipleship, and supervision for the purpose of restoring or renewing them back to God, family, work, and community. Finally, in the manner that is appropriate for your group, please continue to pray for God to intervene in the current season of the Russia-Ukrainian war. Pray that the physical and spiritual needs of these nations be met by our great God. I do encourage you to check out the leadership notes this week written by Life Group Coach Tammy Kripe about leading an encouraging community. And there's also some announcements there in the printed leader guide for your group to review about Easter, our mid-quarter group, and special opportunity in international student ministry. Thanks again so much for all you do. We love you and God bless.